Shalom, shalom, and welcome. It's Kenny Russell. I'll just double check. Bulldozer Faith, living life in the spirit. We are live. Hallelujah. What a blessing it is to come uh, and spend some time in the scriptures tonight. I hope this uh, uh, session will find you blessed and encouraged in Yehovah. Hallelujah. We are in our mission week right now, and we're just encouraging people to stand and pray for the ministry and the work we do here at Bulldozer Faith in the land of Israel and also in the nations. It is a blessing that we can edify, build and bring encouragement to the body of Messiah across many nations. What a, a blessing that is. But also our desire is to equip people in outreach, to encourage people to share their faith with others. And that really is our heart that we will be those that take the gospel of the kingdom to this generation. So tonight, uh, you know, thanks for, for joining with me. It is, uh, I think we've got another three nights on our mission week, or uh, two or three nights. And tonight we're going to talk about seek uh, Yehovah your Elohim, seek the Lord your God. And, you know, we're talking about the importance of the work of the Spirit, what it truly means to live in the Spirit. We were talking about shutting the door on Hasatan uh, on our last broadcast on Shabbat and just looking at ways on how we are aligned to see a mighty move of the Spirit. What does it take to see a move of the Spirit within our lives? And one of the things that we have taught for many years is the foundation and the importance of prayer and desiring Yehovah. How much do we want to know about Him? Because if you come to the Scriptures, if you come to your faith, and it's all about what's in it for you, what can you get, and you're just trying to make your life better by using biblical principles, you're not going to tap in to the greatness of who Yehovah is. You're not going to experience the reality of who He is. And we want people to be discipled and encouraged in the Spirit, that they will rise up to a new place, to higher levels, and experience a mighty outpouring of the Spirit. So if you're joining with us right now, I just want to encourage you, just uh, hit in the comments, let us know where you're watching from, just let us know that you are there. We don't see thumbs up or anything on the broadcast feeds uh, while we're live. Um, we don't always see the feeds as well because they, they move up and down on the page. Um, but I uh, just want to take a moment, give a shout out. We've got Yogi in Mississippi with us. Good to see you. We've got Jerry in Boston. Good to see you. Uh, we've got Melinda in Florida. Good to see you. We've got Pete in New York. Good to see you. Thanks for joining with us. And like I said, if there's anyone else just joining in, just uh, hit on the comments. Even if you're watching a replay of this, just give us a shout out and let us know where you're watching from. It's good to see those who are joining with us. And if you're listening by podcast as well, welcome. We appreciate you being here. We are on Spotify, um, Apple, uh, iTunes, and it, look, we're on pretty much everything. Google, uh, all the podcast platforms we're on so many. Many of them, we can't name them. And if you have a favorite podcast platform that you use on your own phone and you like to listen to music and listen to messages on, if you don't find us on your podcast, just send me an email, Kenny at and we'll make sure our feeds go out to those 
platforms uh, because like I said we are on many platforms around the world when it comes to podcasts what a blessing hallelujah and if you're listening on yeah, I'm getting all this uh, uh, maintenance and administrative stuff done at the beginning if you're on YouTube don't forget to do your thumbs up as well and any, any social media that you're listening in please take a moment to share as well with others and call people up and encourage them to join with us as we spend time in the scriptures what a blessing it is to to come together and to just stand on his promise so today as i've been pressing in i was going to do a follow-up on a little bit what we shared on yesterday on shutting the door to the enemy uh, and just dealing with our position as believers and dealing with strongholds uh, opposition uh, to uh, the mission and the calling that the Father has and how the enemy wants to attack us. But before we do that, maybe we'll do that tomorrow, but as I've been pressing in, in prayer, I just felt it was important that we talk tonight on Seek Yehovah Your Elohim. And in this message, I was meditating on Jeremiah chapter 29, uh, a scripture that I really love, along with a few other scriptures. And I realize, you know, many people give up right at that last moment, just before the miracle comes, just before the divine appointment, just before the word comes, deferred hope enters in and you know has the devil's gone yeah i won i just got them all the way to that level and they just gave up in god cursed god or or just said ah oh, i can't wait for god this is not going to happen i'm going to do it in my strength but there's some key things that will help align you that i want to share with you tonight and your experiences about how i've lived my life how we run our ministry and what's important for us. And I've shared many times, you know, you don't do something because you can. You do it because he says. So how do we know what he says? Are we pressing in to that place so we are receiving the word of Yehovah so we understand what he is saying? So, Father, we want to thank you for this time. We thank you, Father, for uh, the ministry. We thank you for the opportunity to minister, to uh, build the body of Messiah. And also, Father, we thank you for opportunities to share our faith and to reach out to the brokenhearted. And we want to come against assignments of the enemy that may be coming against you and we break them in Yeshua's name because we know in Messiah that all chains are broken we are not the same as we used to be the old is gone and behold all things are new and father we stand and and we choose to stand in the fullness of who you are in us and we ask you father that you will teach us today as we proclaim your word that your word will be alive and active and sharper and a double-edged sword and that you will bring us into new places in our faith walk in yeshua's name so as I said, as we look at this uh, uh, time in the scriptures, we want to deal with the importance of seeking Yehovah. And Jeremiah chapter 29, we're just going to go on and, and read from there. And, you know, we all know the scripture, for I know the plans I have for you, declares Yehovah, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. And it's, it's, that's the verse that everyone wants to memorize. But no one talks about the verse before. <laughs> and, you know, we always want to look at what is the context. You know, Judah's in captivity. 
It says in verse 10, this is what Yehovah says, when 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will come to you and fulfill my gracious promise to bring you back to this place. <coughs> uh, so, you know, what a huge difference in, you know, just making a declaration. For I know the plans I have for you, declares Yehovah. Plans to give you hope and a future, plans for your prosperity. Well, it's so good to hear that, but that verse before, how long? 70 years. You know, basically what the Father's saying, you're about to move into captivity, and your generation is not going to see the fruit of this blessing. It's for the next generation. Now, could you imagine that if the Father has a plan for your life, and it's not so much about your generation. Look at Abraham. He gets the call of Yehovah. All the blessings that the Father's going to uh, lavish on him. I'm going to give you the land. Uh, we see the land deal in Genesis chapter 15, Genesis 17. And what happens? He says, no, your descendants will go into uh, captivity for 430 years. And then they're going to experience the, the blessing. So here's your check for, you know, $100 million, but you can't cash it for four generations. Wow. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah, that's great. You know, that's not going to cash in the bank today. But the Father has a plan. He has a plan for each generation. And he has a plan that, you know, as we see in the, the book of Hebrews, that, you know, we might not see the fullness of the promise of all the things the Father has for us, but together, hallelujah, and I believe that we are living closer and closer to the end days. I believe that uh, we just look at what's going on in the world around us, and if we, if, we, if we can't see what is happening here today, we must be blind and can't see what's taking place, especially as we see scriptures being fulfilled all over the place. And part of those scriptural fulfillments is what the Father says in the word concerning the land of Israel. There is promises over this land. You know, we, we are going to see a mighty outpouring of the Spirit here in the land of Israel. And I believe that uh, the victory that we will see, the, the outpouring of the Spirit here in the land of Israel, will bring increase to our testimonies no matter where we are on the planet because we will be able to look to Israel and identify what's happening in the land of Israel. Right now we don't have that testimony. Well we do have the testimony of Yeshua so we're always looking at the finished work of Yeshua and what he did on the cross but he says that he will gather his people back. He will bring them back to the land. Deuteronomy chapter 30. They'll be more prosperous than their forefathers. He'll, he'll take away you know, uh, that heart of stone, he will bring forth the, the circumcision of the heart. Hallelujah. You will love me. I will love you. You will walk in covenant with me. And, you know, it's so powerful when we think about the covenant we have with Yeshua. Every single one of us who are born again of the Spirit, we are grafted in to the commonwealth of Israel. There is no covenant in the Bible for the Gentiles. We have to be grafted in to the the commonwealth of Israel. So every promise that is given for Israel belongs to every believer.
So we've got to identify what that looks uh, like and, and how important that is. And I've got messages out there where I talk about, do we really understand the gospel? And, you know, what is the true gospel message that we should be listening to and we should be preaching in these days? Because it's not just about, just say this prayer after me, get saved. You know, you've got your insurance. Now, here's your assurance. Hallelujah. You're going to get to go to heaven. Everything's going to be cool. Now, just go give your life, uh, you know, live your life and just go, go to church every Sunday. Everything's going to be all right. That's not what we see in the scripture. What we see in the scripture is the, is the importance of relationship and pressing in. And if you're in that place where you're waiting for answers, you're asking the Father for answers, you know, what is up ahead? I believe the Father wants us to know what is up ahead so that we can align our lives to make a difference. So now when we come back to this scripture in Jeremiah chapter 29, For I know the plans I have for you, declares Yehovah, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. So when that time comes, you will come, uh, you will call upon me. And, you know, are we calling on the name of Yehovah? Do you want to see the victory in Messiah over the things that you face? Or do you just want to have Yeshua in your backpack or your rucksack, as we say in Scotland? You know, where is Yeshua within our life? Is he truly at the center of of our lives. You know, Yeshua said, seek first the kingdom of Yehovah and his righteousness and everything else will be added unto you. It talks about not worrying no matter what you're going through. Don't let fear and worry. Yeah, how am I going to get through? How am I going to have provision? What's go what, what needs to happen to take care of the needs of me? And my family going forward. And this is the word of Yehovah. I will take care of you. I will provide for you if you will diligently seek me, seek me. When you call upon me and you come and pray, you know, what, why is it prayer meetings are the most uh, least attended meetings within the believing community? Are we seeing the answered prayer and the transformation when we get together in prayer? Because, listen, when we start seeing those miracles and the power of prayer working, you know, people will come together and pray because they know their prayers are making a difference. And it is important that we see the victory in Messiah. So we've got to come to pray, pray before him. This is what the Father says, I will listen to you. And I love what it says in 13, you will seek me and find me when, <laughs> when what? When you seek me with all of your heart, I will be found by you, declares the Lord. And I will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and places where I have banished you, declares Yehovah. And I will bring you back to the place from which I carried you into exile. So it's important that we look in the context of what's taking place here. What's the father saying? The father saying, I have a plan for this land, this land of Israel. I have a plan for this land. Are we ready to see the promises fulfilled within this land? And every single one of us as believers in Yeshua will be brought back to this land at some time. 
and at some stage. So what is the heart of the Father? What is he saying to us as we seek to press in? And, you know, I want us to get to that place where we just really consider where are we at in the area of seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness? Are we truly seeking, you know, do we take time to get up to inquire of Yehovah, to spend time in the scriptures? If you really want to hear from him, we have got to be in a place where we're not just reading the scriptures, but we're studying, we're meditating on the word. And as we start to meditate on the word, we're listening. Okay, Father, what are you saying to me? You know, and 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 we're we're just getting to know by the Spirit how to uh, uh, navigate our way through the Scripture, how to understand the Scripture, and this is what the Ruach Hakodesh, the Holy Spirit, does. He guides and directs us as we seek first His kingdom. He reveals His plans to us in accordance with the Word. And, you know, it's so important that we understand the work that the Father is doing. Why? Because we desire to be about the will of Yehovah within our lives. And if we don't right now, I want to encourage you, your focus is not to be so filled with God that you can be the better you. Your focus is to be filled with Yehovah so we can faithfully serve Him to minister to the needs of the brokenhearted and bring the life and the love of Yeshua to a broken generation. You know, are we compassionate about the lost, about those in need? What do we uh, do when we see needs around us? How do we respond? If you would turn uh, with me to the book of Hebrews, uh, I just want to turn to Hebrews. Let me just get there a second. Hold on. Uh, Hebrews chapter 11, and I'm going to read a, a few verses here, and you know, I love this. In fact, you know, you know, I just, I just want to read from verse 1, and we'll just read through to, uh, let's have a look. Uh, look, we'll just, we'll just go as the Spirit leads, amen? We'll just listen to what he's saying. Now, faith is being sure of what we hope for, and certain of what we do not see. So how does faith come? Faith comes by hearing and by hearing the word of Yehovah. We need to be students of the scripture that we spend time knowing the word of Yehovah. Faith is being sure of what we hope for. So how are we sure in what we hope for? We understand the plan that the Father has in the scriptures concerning us and that we are part of his plan hallelujah and you know if you keep coming to scripture and the the focus and the reason you come to scripture is you want yahovah to be part of your plan you know you're going to learn very fast that that's that's the wrong way around that's not how it is going to work out and it's not how we are called to work things out we are called to be part of his plan so faith has been sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see this is what um, the ancients were commended for by faith we understand that the universe was formed at Elohim's command so that what is seen was not made out of what is uh, visible. Now, what I love about this is many times within the Marcionic writings from Matthew to Revelation, 
you know, we keep getting brought back to the importance of creation. You know, the Father has created this world. He's created us in his image. For what purpose? That we will fellowship with him. That we will be one with him. We will be in relationship with him. He has his angels that follow his commands and do everything he says. But what he is looking for more than anything is a family and people who will be in relationship with them. So we understand about how the universe is formed about creation, because listen, if we're in that place where we do not believe, you know, if we don't believe the word, if you have a problem with the beginning of the book, if you've got a problem with the six-day creation and the process of what we see within the Torah, you know, you are not going to, uh, you know, see your theology line up the right way or your understanding of scripture. So anyway, I just I just want to jump uh, to uh, verse 11, uh, just to go to Abraham. It says, by faith, Abraham, even though he was past age and Sarah herself was barren, wasn't able to become a father because he considered him faithful who had made the promise. Hallelujah. So what's the word of Yehovah? What is he saying to you? Are we aligning ourselves with the promises of Yehovah? What is that word and the promise that came to Abraham? You know, he understood the fall of man that happened in the garden. And he understood when the father came to him, he said, I'm going to bring restoration, not just to you and your descendants, Abraham, but for the entire world will be blessed through you. The promises I'm going to deliver through you, Abraham, you will be the father of all in the faith. Hallelujah. Because it's the restoration, it's the bringing in of the second Adam, Yeshua, the Messiah. And he will bring us to a place of what? Marriage. That's what we see, the importance of marriage. We didn't have to be married back in the beginning of Genesis concerning marriage to the father. But when Abraham, when, when Adam and Eve gave up the rights of their dominion over this earth, and the authority that they had, the only way that the Father could bring restoration is if Yeshua married mankind. And that's what's an offer for us today, that we can be married, that, that sin and death is defeated. Hallelujah. There is no power. There's no sting in death. Hallelujah. We have victory in Yeshua because he is risen from the dead and he lives forevermore under the order of Melchizedek. You know, we're not just dealing with a priest. You know, you see all these popes, you know, one pope, the next pope, Pope John, Paul, whatever, the second, the third, or whatever. And you go through all the different lists of all the people who are meant to be Christ represented on earth. Now, of course, we don't believe that. I'm just talking about what Catholicism believes. But they believe they're already living in the millennial kingdom. We're not living in the millennial kingdom at this stage. You know, that's not where we are at. But we are coming into that seventh day. It's coming to that time. So what are we seeing within this uh, portion of Scripture? And, and uh, uh, if we look at uh, verse 6 as well, we see here in verse 6, And without faith it is impossible to please Elohim, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. I love it. Those who earnestly seek him. 
I want today for our time together to be one where we are charged in the Spirit with a desire to know Him more, with a desire to hear words from heaven and Get your notepads or, you know, I like to write my notes on the iPad, uh, the iPhone. You know, get your notes up and, and just get ready to receive what the Ruach HaKodesh wants to say to you. And then ponder over those words that he gives you. Ask him to show you what is to come. Father, what is to come? I want to walk in your ways. I want to see what is to come. I don't just want to declare, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for my welfare, not for evil, to give me a future and a hope. I understand that, but I understand there's a timing. We've got to get things within context. I know you want to bless me. I know that you will bless me to be what? A blessing. And that should be our prayer. And if we align ourselves in this manner then we're going to see the Father open the doors before us. Where there is vision, there will be provision, resources for the vision. And that's our prayer, that we bring together a people who will pray for the ministry and say, you know what, Father, use bulldoze of faith to make a difference. May we have a mission agency that will be able to send people, that will be able to have a fund that ministers to the poor, to the widows, to outreach and whatever it takes to share the gospel with this generation. And that's, you know, that's our focus. If you give to the ministry, thank you so much for giving to the work and the things that we do. You are a partner. You are part of what we do. If you're watching this and you're looking for a place to sow into good soil, then we encourage you, sow into the work that we do here at Bulldoze of Faith. Connect with us on our website and all the resources that we have on there as well. But our desire is to be able to train, to minister, to lead by example of what it truly means to get out there and to make a difference for Yahovah. So what things do we experience when we are seeking with all of our heart, you know, why, why should we seek with all of our heart? Because, you know, you know, the, the devil's prowling around. He's looking to bring deception. He's looking to steer you away from the promises of Yahovah. But if we are diligently before him, if we are earnestly seeking him, what's going to take place in our life? We're going to see the victory of Messiah. And what it says, without faith, it's impossible to please Elohim because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists. So do you believe in the reality of Yahovah in your life? Well, you know, I'm just trying this out to see if, if Yahovah is true. No, <laughs> you've got to know that you're born again of the Spirit. You've got to know that you belong to him, that you are part of the body of Messiah. And in understanding that, to earnestly seek him, we will receive words, uh, insight, instructions. What about our investments? What about our businesses? Uh, the creativity, the business ideas, the innovations that the Father wants to give us. You know, divine appointments and assignments. 
you know, those journeys that he wants us to take, the people that we make uh, or we meet on the road. I've had so many encounters as I'm just going about the Father's business. I get so many encounters to share my faith, to minister the love of Yeshua. And I love just how the Father does it. He will put people across my path that have the time for, for me to speak into their lives. And it, it's in so many occasions, it, it's a setup by the Holy Spirit. This is a word that this person needs. And when I see prophetically how the Spirit moves, he gives us words to say. And if we're in tune in the Spirit, if we're studying the Word and, and, and seeking Yehovah through the Scriptures and, and being led in our studies by the Ruach HaKodesh, it's not difficult when we're speaking with other people to hear the voice of the Spirit speak to us and say, this is what this person needs. This is the need they have. This is the sickness they have. Pray for this. Ask them about uh, this or that or whatever. But we, we have the mind of Messiah. And we're able to function by the Spirit. So even through all the process of aligning our ministry in this season uh, with, with us uh, having to move out of the property we were in in Casaria, uh, why do we have to move out? Because we want to be aligned by the Spirit with all of this um, uh, pandemic, pandemic, whatever you want to call it, uh, with what's going on with COVID and everything, you know, people get greedy because they're not seeing uh, the finances they want. So here in Israel, and it's, it's happening all over the world, it's not just here in Israel, but they put the price of properties up so high that when we went to renew our leases, you know, it was, uh, you know, like double the price for the same properties and we've got to be good stewards with our resources and how we function and we're not just going to throw all our money away into buildings yes we need facilities and we need the the place for our studios and for ministry and outreach and you know we, we've got to see those things restored and one thing we ask tonight is that you will pray with us for the restoration, that you will pray with us for the Father to open the door, that we will get properties and the places that we need, but we won't have to pay these premium prices, that we will get things at the right prices. So at Mission Week for us, the focus here is that we press in, we come to that place of prayer, we diligently seek the Father, and we come together as a body of Messiah, and we say, Father, uh, bring in the resources. You don't have because you do not ask. Ask and it will be given, and your joy will be complete. You know, how many times do we see this within the, the Scripture? Uh, John 15, you know, John 14, 15, and 16, I encourage you to read it. But John 15, verse 7, If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. So what's the condition? Abiding, being in him, and his words being in us, then what's the voice we are hearing concerning that which we should be praying for? We'll be praying for the will of Yehovah. We'll be praying the words of the Spirit. And I encourage you, stand with us and say, Father, what are the key things that we need to be praying for over bulldozer of faith? Father, may we see incredible outpourings of your Spirit this year, salvation, deliverance, that people who are suicidal will be set free, that marriages will be restored, families will be restored. 
you know, uh, the sick will be healed. The demon possessed will be uh, delivered. Those who are in bondage will be released. Hallelujah. The captives will be free. In Deuteronomy chapter 4, it's the scripture where I, I took the, the heading from tonight. And, you know, it's a whole portion uh, on here uh, on uh, our obedience, as we read in chapter 4. But in verse 29, it says, But if from there you seek Yehovah, if from the place, you know, where you've been cast out, scattered, and then, re, you know, coming to your senses, you know, it talks about being careful not to forget the covenant you have with Yehovah that he's made with you. We see that in verse 23. You know, it's so important that we align ourselves with the will and purposes of Yehovah. And if we ever find, find ourselves out of alignment, it's very important that we get back into alignment. So in verse 29, But if from there you seek me, from the place <clears throat> where you've lost alignment uh, with Yehovah, you will find him if you look for him with all of your heart and with all of your soul. Hallelujah. When you look for him with all of your heart and with all of your soul, you will find him. Hear the word of Yehovah. He wants to be found by you. He wants you to be one who diligently seeks him. He wants you to be one who is passionate about rising early and coming into the presence of Yehovah to receive from the table of a mighty God so that we can then go out and take that bread that he has blessed us with and we can share the love of Yeshua with others. This is the call. This is what we are called to do to make a difference for the kingdom. So as I come to you tonight, I come to you during this mission week to say stand with us. If you do want to support the ministry, you can see in the comments how to give on Bulldozer of Faith. We also have our, our bank details as well. If you click on one of our newsletters, at the last couple of pages on our newsletters, which you'll see on uh, the newsletter page on the website, um, you will see you know all the details. We've got so many people now give directly to the bank and don't go through credit cards. Or, or PayPal, but all those options are available. We appreciate you sewing into the work and the things that we do here uh, in the ministry. And, you know, what a blessing it is to serve for such a time as this. So I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to me tonight. And I want to encourage you, seek, earnestly seek him. Come to that place and say, Father, I don't want a mediocre life, but I want a life that makes a difference, that will reach out to the brokenhearted. You know, let's pray to uh, the Lord of the harvest. that He will send forth his workers into the harvest field. Man, the fields are ripe unto harvest. This is the time for us to take the gospel. I live in a nation. I live in a, a village that's, you know, people don't know Yeshua. Many people haven't heard the true message of Yeshua. They've heard the rabbis coming against Yeshua of Nazareth. But they need to hear the reality of who he is. So let's stand together and make a difference for the gospel. Thanks for watching. If you want to email me, it's kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. And we appreciate every single one of you that stands with the ministry because together we can make a difference. Until next time, shalom, shalom.